1: Welcome to the Cecil Man podcast. One in a limited series in which some of the biggest names in business, fitness, fashion, and more tell us about their careers, their style, their routines, their mental health, and much more. We are recording today's podcast from the lovely Kensington Hotel. Thank you very much for having us, Kensington Hotel. and, And bear with us if you can hear any rustling in the background. We are very grateful to be here in this lovely space. Hello and welcome to today's SL Man podcast. I'm Georgie courage the founder and editor of Sherlock's, and I'm joined today by the editor of SL Man, Charlotte Collins, and a very special guest. These days you really can't refresh your Instagram feed without seeing a new workout from a new PT. Well, our guest today was one of the very first <laughs> to do it, and as such is now one of the biggest fitness names in the country. Bradley Simmons is known as a trainer to the stars and has amassed half a million Instagram followers, has graced the front cover of Men's Health, launched his own Get It Done app, and worked with some of the biggest brands in the country. He's here today to tell us all about his journey, share his biggest life lessons and offer all the fitness and health advice you could possibly need. Welcome Bradley.
2: Thank you very much. And I'll try my best to give as much advice as I can.
1: (laughs) Good. we have got a lot of questions. And we we won't ask you what you had for breakfast because you said it was fruit and fiber. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) There's nothing wrong with a bit of fruit fiber in the morning.
1: There definitely isn't, I'm a big fan. We were discussing the excitement of when you find a good banana in there. Let's just start with your career and the fact that your goal was to be a professional footballer, but it didn't quite work out. Tell us a bit about your journey.
2: Uh, so I could talk here for ages about my journey as a footballer, but at uh, age of seven, I signed for Chelsea Football Club, all the way to the age of 16, and then signed for Queen's Park Rangers as a How professional. How did
1: you get to seven and sign with Chelsea? I mean, yeah. who was who was pushing you to do that? Well, Is football my in brother, the blood?
2: My bro- yeah, my brother was playing for Chelsea at the time. He's six years older than me. So um, I was playing on the sideline with my sister. So they saw that I had a bit of talent. Uh, and I was doing very well f- at the age of five, six. And that, I, that is crazy. That is crazy, that isn't it? That early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is it's crazy. Mad, so yeah. I was trialing at Chelsea at the age of six. And my mum thought it was a bit too early. I had a bit of asthma as a kid. So she wanted me a one more year. And at age of seven, I signed with Chelsea. And Did,
1: Have other people signed for Chelsea at seven?
2: Yeah, they still do it now. Really? Yeah. The scouting system starts that young.
3: And what does that actually mean? Like, you still go to school? Like how does it work yeah, in reality? Yeah, you still go to
2: school. Okay. You're training Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and you play on Sundays. And are
3: they paying you at that stage? No,
2: not that age. Some, if you're really good though, some, today's world, yeah. Like, even Nike might, or Adidas might take these youngsters oh on. Oh
1: my God, at that age. Yeah, at that I age, didn't. yeah. So, seven, you're signed by Chelsea. Yeah. You stay at school. Tell us what happened next.
2: Uh, so, absolutely loved it. Thought I was going to be a professional footballer. Came to GCSEs. Ah mum, don't worry about it. I'll be a professional footballer. I don't need to study. Did okay. Still got my eight Bs. Um, things didn't work at Chelsea. Uh, I was a centre-back at the time. They said to me, oh, okay, you need to be around six foot two. I'm only five foot eleven. Went to Queen's Park Rangers. What, you
1: can't be a small footballer?
2: Well, you can be a small footballer depending on what position you play. Okay. So as a defender... John Terry, for example, six foot three, six foot four. Okay. I'm five foot 11. So can't I went go up against that. Yeah, it. can't go up against that. Great. So I went to Queen's Park Rangers as a midfielder. I really enjoyed it. First few months I was there, I had a really bad injury. Really bad injury. Set me back. Uh, did my ACL, which is your main ligament yeah, in your knee. Yeah. So I was out for a while. Uh, and that completely just killed my confidence. And I just couldn't get back to the player that I was, which was tough. I then went to Iceland after my three years at Queen's Park Rangers. So I signed professionally at Queen's Park Rangers, went to Iceland. I uh, had six months. In Iceland, which was really enjoyable.
3: What's in Iceland? What's in Iceland? Yeah, Lo- there's right. loads in Iceland. But what football is in Iceland?
2: Uh, yeah, so they've got a league. Uh, okay. And a lot of their players actually tend to then go to Sweden, go to then okay. Germany. So it's a good place to restart your career. Got you. uh, I went there for fitness levels, to get my fitness levels up because their off-season, is, their on-season is when our off-season. So okay. And it was a great place, great place for me to learn about nutrition as well. So this is where... My journey as a personal trainer came from because I learned so much from being injured all the time. Hence, why it was an easy transition. So things didn't work out football. I was age of twenty. Broke my ankle three places. I, thought, you know I, I said to myself, "Okay, footballing's done. I need to move on to Plan B ASAP." A lot of kids, a lot of kids at that time would carry on, carry on playing in the lower leagues. I was ambitious. I wanted to be successful in something and be at the best. Uh,
1: and what year are we in now? How old are you, Bradley? Can I'm twenty-eight. I'm 28. Okay, so this is eight years ago ago. and I'm just trying to kind of get a gauge of what the fitness scene looked like eight years ago, because you obviously then decided to become a PT, right? What, What was your competition? Who was your competition? There
2: was no competition because Instagram at that time just turned into, oh, you can post 15 second videos. So at, at, at Instagram was just pictures. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I was like, great, got 15 second videos. I saw Joe Wicks was smashing out like the magic trees and stuff, and that was doing really well. So I thought, Joe, you know what, I need to get out there on Instagram. It's a platform to grow a bigger audience. At the time, it was just to grow a bigger client base in my gym, which was in Chiswick at the time. Uh, but then I soon realized, you know what, I can go bigger here, and which I did. I started training a lot of the Made in Chelsea cast, and they boosted my following massively.
1: And And what... So what did you do? Did you go away and get a qualification as a yeah. PT? So I was actually how did my, you, how I was did you my, actually qualify and, and you, what did you have to do?
2: Yeah, so I was actually in a cast so at the time. I broken my ankle. So this is like Pan plan B. It's like, I need to do something. And I was a really low place. My mental health then was, was shot.
3: I was going to say, how was that? Yeah, it was yeah. tough.
2: It was really tough because my dream was to be a Premier League footballer. Mm. I was good enough to be a Premier League footballer. Yeah. I just had these... Just b- not tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> not tall enough to be at Chelsea. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just had problems with being at QPR. But look, um, I had a strong family around me. And I'm a very optimistic, positive person. So I was able to bounce back. I set myself a new goal and I went for it. And that's to be one of the best personal trainers out there.
1: So what was the... What was the first job as a personal trainer? Was it working in this gym in Chiswick?
2: Yeah. Um, I remember my interview, I was really nervous. I had to go around. I had to show, I had to show a 20-minute taster after being qualified. Really nervous. They gave me the job straight away. I think in the first month, I had 30 clients. Wow. Yeah, I was on it.
1: Just through the gym?
2: Just through the gym. Just, yeah. And to be fair, in my first month, I gained my first few many Chelsea clients. So I was, I was 20 years of age. And I was offering free sessions to these mainly Chelsea girls. Right, this I was, was gonna say so yeah. this was Main Chelsea was big at the time. Was... A lot bigger than it is now, I guess. It was huge. It was huge. But
3: that
1: was that was clever. that was like Binky and Spencer yeah, days. yeah. Like yeah. back that was Binky, in the day. Yeah. Kaggy. <laughs>
2: yeah. Lucy i started yeah. watching
1: when spencer and kagi stood on a runway and cried yeah i think that that was yeah. the first episode of the second yeah. season i was like i'm done with yeah, i know with this shit <laughs> yeah
2: exactly So yeah, i was training like eight of them at the time but that was, was all quite... girls yeah it was a lot of girls
3: but that was quite enterprising of you like not a lot of people were using instagram in that way so the fact yeah. that you were using influencers in that way so yeah. the fact that you saw that quite early on yeah of course you just saw that through instagram <sighs> through that instagram
2: yeah, yeah. and i grew to fifty thousand followers very quick yeah
3: you can see the benefit. And
2: 50,000 followers them days is equivalent to 500, yeah. 500
1: followers now. So would you put your success down as a personal trainer? You know, you are one of the best known in the country. Yeah. Would you put that success down to being a good trainer, but also using Instagram, yeah. training the right people, you know, gifting people, comping them, whatever you call it? Was it that combination of things that, yeah. that has yeah. made you, you know, one of the best in the country? Yeah,
2: I definitely think I had the knowledge from my previous experience being a professional footballer, learning from great conditioning coaches, strength coaches, but also having the belief in myself and the confidence maybe a little bit of cockiness at the time, just to go for it. Yeah. And I, I've always said to myself, if you, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. So before the main Chelsea girls, I was actually asking, like sort of, I don't know, Victoria Beckham if they wanted to train. Didn't get an answer, but I was willing so, I was willing to ask. And if again, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. And for me, it only took one main Chelsea girl from my career to, to start.
1: And did it just snowball from there? Yeah.
2: You just get yourself out there. Word of mouth. People see your content. People want a little taste of it. Um, my following grew. But within that following, you had Louise Redknapp who then reached out. Do you know what I mean? Then he had John Terry that reached out because his wife, Tony, wanted to train with me. Again, that would have happened if I wasn't training these many in chelsea girls. Do
1: you think people can do that now, or, or do you think I, you were just early enough in the sort of Instagram wave?
2: It, it's tough now because you got TikTok now, which is. It's, are you it, are you TikToking? I'm not necessarily TikToking. I'm I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm focusing on more. When you mo- say
1: TikToking in your accent, you should be. Yeah, TikToking.
2: <laughs> I'm mainly focused on Instagram because that's where my audience is. I yeah. think that's my age group is is my audience. You have to know. You, ha- you have to know your audience. But of course, I'm going to start putting my uh, Instagram reels, for example which is the only way you can grow fol- your following now?
1: Reals. It's mad. Yeah. I know. yeah.
2: So almost like the quality of your of your content is actually changed because people just want growth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that the content, my favorite content is educating people. But when I do that, you don't see much growth in your following. It's mad. Yeah.
1: Can we can we talk a bit about like making money in this world yeah. as a PT. like yeah. It's really interesting. I think people, a lot of people listening, I'm sure there are men listening who don't really get it. They don't get who it. Who yeah. don't really get Instagram. Who don't yeah. really get how it yeah. works. Who thinks it's just a load of girls posing in front of the mirror, or yeah. whatever it is. But it's pretty fucking powerful. And that the brand is. partnerships that can come because of it. When you've got half a million followers, yeah. I mean, can you talk to us about yeah, what percentage of your income comes through brand partnerships? You do yeah, a lot yeah. of those versus clients. And yeah. also, how successful can you be financially as a personal trainer these days?
2: You can be very financially. I remember, for me, when I first started becoming a personal trainer, I actually Googled um, how much can a personal trainer make. And they said, if you're working in the city, you can make up to £75,000 a year. I thought, okay, that's decent. That's not too bad. But then having this Instagram following of course you have these great ambassador roles you work with brands I guess with your presence you're able to maybe put your prices up as a PT Mm. because I was going I was getting flown out to Monaco to Barbados for these Rich, rich millionaires. I was able to charge what I wanted mm. simply because. What do you charge? To fair, it depends.
1: See, this is why I like interviewing men. You can ask these questions. Yeah, if you're you a woman, you're I would yeah. um, yeah. dare yeah. ask. No, so I,
2: I, so the most I've charged is 250 pounds an hour. Okay. Depending on my client base and also depending on my postcode where I'm training. Mm. So I wouldn't, for example, I couldn't charge someone in Chiswick 250 pounds, whereas I might be able to tra- train a, a proper CEO who I have to go out my way to train them in them. In their like basement, yeah, and you charging two hundred fifty pounds, but they want to pay two hundred fifty pounds. They want to feel like they're paying the, yeah, best. the best, yeah. And two hundred fifty pounds to them is nothing. so it's yeah, so it, me yeah. But yeah, when you when you get flown out to uh, Monaco, you can and train people on yachts and stuff. You can charge what you want.
1: Yeah, nice. Dream. Have you done that a lot?
2: Yeah, I've done that in the past. I've stopped that now because I'm now focusing more online, so mm-hmm. I'm hitting a bigger audience, yeah. which obviously brings more income.
1: But you still have private clients.
2: I still have my private clients. Yeah. Some I can't say, and uh, yeah. So
1: if you've got <laughs> two hundred and fifty quid to spend. On an hour of PT, <laughs> yeah. are there slots in your Yeah, salary? I don't
2: charge everyone £250. Okay. It goes from 100 to £250. Pounds. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: And, and in terms of brand partnerships, what percentage of your income would you say comes from brand partnerships versus um, the training?
2: Well, before I started my app or developed my app, the yeah. majority of it was coming from ambassador, which actually caused me a lot of anxiety. Why? Because I was so reliant on these ambassador roles and they could drop you any time.
3: And do you go out, how, how have those partnerships traditionally work? Have you sought out brand yeah. that you want to work with so, or have they always come to you? So
2: I have a management and especially during that lockdown period, I had so many people in my case wanting to work with me. Yeah. So it was a lot of competition. So for my manager, it was great. We, we had people bidding, but with, for example, you say I get hundred grand a year from a uh, brand, which is great, but they want you to, they give you so many deliverables to mm. do. So next time my Instagram page just turns into a, a billboard. It's just an advertisement board. So your engagement completely dies. Mm. So you got, so it's a tough one because like, do I earn all that really good money or do I stay true to myself and build my own brand?
1: Well, I think uh, you got to have a balance. Haven't you got you? Have a good balance, and, and I think people know that you're an entrepreneur as mm. well yeah, as course. as well as a trainer. And and I I think as long as you're putting out enough, it's what we have, mm-hmm. as long as you're putting out enough editorial content 100%. to kind of balance the yeah. editorial, then that's how that's how yeah, business course. works. And as long as your partnerships feel authentic to you, yes. right?
2: Exactly, yeah. So who I... do
1: you work with partnership-wise? Which um, brands do you work with?
2: Do you know what? It's funny because I've actually stopped working for with brands for the time being because I'm so focused on building my own brand. I felt like, I was doing so much content for other brands that I was actually neglecting my own brand which for me is the long term goal. That's cause that's going to make me very successful. Mm. Like I mentioned before it's great working with an Under Armour but they could drop you anytime soon. So if I can build my own brand and I can, I'd never rely on someone I else. I think
1: you need more confidence because I think Under Armour are going to drop. Simmons
3: over <laughs> <now>. <laughs> you, you want your safety you want to build your own safety net. oh right? yeah. yeah
2: and it's just enjoyment trust me because people just assume influencers i oh, do a bit here you do film there now these I, i'm out there for like six hours filming yeah. this bit of content yeah. i post it and it doesn't get much engagement mm. whereas i do a simple really good educational video it takes me literally 25 minutes and an engagement's crazy and it builds my brand builds so that trust
3: for, for men who are listening you know you mentioned that not all men get Instagram. If there are people listening who don't really understand what it is you do as a yeah. personal trainer on Instagram, like what does your content look like? What are you creating?
2: So I create as much educational stuff. I'm a service. I want to give people some ideas to do at the gym. I want to give them some nutritional advice. I want to give them some uh, lifestyle advice, obviously fashion, grooming, etc. So I do get to work with some really cool brands with that as well. It's just overall help. How can you build your confidence? It's not about having a six pack. A six pack can be a bonus, but I definitely like to help people, educate people. Um It's quite funny. I actually get a lot of girls come up to me saying, thank you so much. I've showed my your Instagram to my boyfriend and they're now improving their style, mm-hmm. they're actually working out and it's improved our relationship. Thank you. So it's nice to get both male and female come up to me. And
1: it's also, again, two probably men stereotyping here that the, the ones that perhaps don't use it and it's yeah. obviously used by more women than men. But it, it is also an incredible marketing platform, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure... Yeah, I remember an interior designer telling me, this is years ago now, that she pretty much got all her jobs through Instagram. I mean, this Mm. is years ago. And I was like, wow, do you really... Like, it's really converting into business. We know that now. But I still think there are a lot of people out there who don't realise how powerful. I imagine you you do get... You've picked up a lot of clients along the way through it. I understand.
2: It is so powerful. But I think people shouldn't rely on Instagram for their income. I think Mm. it's a great side hustle. It's Mm. a great bonus. But if you've got this following, use it and build your own brand. Build your own, like... Which I've done with this subscription-based app, which yep. is got thousands of people training me every single day, and it's brilliant. Can
3: can we touch on lockdown because you yeah. mentioned it, and yeah. obviously we want to talk about the app, but you can't really talk about the app and the success of it yeah, without of talking about yeah, yeah, lockdown course. because yeah. that was, I mean, you know, for all its for all its downsides, beneficial for businesses like yours, right? But yeah. al- uh,
1: also initially, like, fuck, how am I going to see my clients? Yeah, that was the first thing. I was like,
2: shit, how am I going to, how am I going to? Uh, sorry for swearing but <laughs> how am i gonna earn money at first was like what am i gonna do i can't train my clients all these rules have been put in so i quickly adapted and i'm not just saying this i was the first one to start doing live workouts yeah,
1: show sure wicks who are you <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was literally the first one to join you know what i need to do live workouts because mm. i was doing a few like zooms with my clients i was bored to death mm. because i like to interact with people so i thought join you know what i need to i need to build something here and to be fair I, I i loved it i was training twice a day during the lockdown period i exhausted myself but what, absolutely personally
1: you were training twice a day
2: well i was doing a hit workout in the morning i was doing a strength like midday or evening for, for
3: instagram for instagram or... live right.
2: and i grew over a hundred thousand followers during that lockdown period
3: that's during the first lockdown
2: during the first that's lockdown such
3: a short amount of time to go yeah. yeah it was
2: yeah and then i raised so much a lot, of, a lot of money for the nhs which everyone was doing and then i soon realized everyone's gaining money for the nhs there's a big problem right now with mental health so i changed it to mental health and I, I, calm is a great charity so i raised money for calm instead so basically mm-hmm. i did my workout I Said, look guys you just got a free workout chip in two three five pound here um you'd usually pay 25 pound for a workout mm-hmm. batteries, for example you can chip in two three pound and yeah we just raised loads of money so i knew from there i could grow my own business from that Mm-hmm. So it was it was almost like a trial and so like that
1: a... was the trigger for the app. That was the trigger for the app. And the app is called Get It Done. Yeah. Your signature catchphrase. Yeah. My signature Yeah. Don't think about
3: it. Just get it yeah. done. Yeah, you say that. Yeah, just get, just it just get it done. Pay yeah. your daily rent. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, tell us more. When did you launch it? How does it work? How many people are using it? You've referenced several thousand already. Yeah. What do you pay for it? Like.
2: Yeah. Um, elevator
1: pitch. Yeah. Elevator
2: <laughs> pitch. So we first, we launched it um, a year after the first lockdown because it takes a while to build an app. I was I thought it could be done in a month. It takes so long and it's very expensive to do. I was going
1: to say, it takes a lot of time and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It
2: does, it does. And that was really frustrating because I just wanted it out there.
1: How do you, um, who who built it for you?
2: Uh, it's a company called Uscreen. So we wanted to build it from scratch. I wanted to build from scratch. We got a few like quotes, like 1 million, 2 million quid. Wow. I
3: was like, what? Seriously?
2: It was, yeah, if you wow. want to build it from scratch, yeah, yeah, yeah. your own codes and stuff. And I was like, well, I haven't got the money to do that just yet. I'll eventually, <laughs> we'll do that, hopefully. Um, So we was just we was just testing out a few different companies and a company called Uscreen came. Okay, and it was great because they offer live workouts, which is really important because I still wanted to do that live aspect. And yeah, they built my app, my app for me. They're great. They do a really good job. And it's smooth, you know, it's reliable, mm-hmm. which is really important. So
1: for someone who hasn't, been on the app? Can you tell us exactly? Or what do you pay for it to start with?
2: So you pay £25 a month, and okay. some people they say it's too expensive, and I'm like, mm, you can go to literally Nando's and you will spend £25. <laughs> okay, so this is your elevator <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What
1: do you get for £25 a month?
2: So you get six live workouts a week currently with myself and uh, my other head tra- trainer riannon We also have a yoga section. We have Pilates. We have cookalong videos as well, so there's some nutrition advice in there, and we have boxing. So we've got seven trainers. Uh, and we offer a variety of so many different workouts so something for everyone and we give you a routine so we have a great team that we have a big team to be fair so email so every every week you get a strong email that's going to keep you motivated we've built a community on facebook as well so you can be part of that community we're going to start now, now COVID is completely over, or hopefully. <laughs> uh, we're going to start building an event. We're going to start creating events for our community, our Get it Done subscribers to meet each other. So I'm really excited with what's what's to come.
1: And you talked about pilates and cook-alongs. Is there a physical cardio or hit workout every day?
2: So like I mentioned before, you build your audience. And my audience love high-intensity workouts, and actually have to try and educate them so guys, you have to do strength as well. It's really important to do strength. So we do a good balance of strength and high-intensity workouts. Yoga, Pilates for those that are a bit beginners, but also just need to relax a little bit. Maybe find their strength or high-intensity a bit too much. So there's something there for everyone. But Can I ask
1: you a question? Yeah. Yoga and Pilates, okay. Mm. You're talking to a girl here who's just done cardio, cardio, cardio for yeah. 20 years. And finally... Got the note about strength. Yes, which you need to do. That is now very much part of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yoga and Pilates. Am I okay to skip that bit?
2: You're okay, but there's certainly benefits to yoga yeah. and Pilates, definitely for your core strength, flexibility, mobility. And
1: do you and encourage it, your male clients to do that as well? Yeah, I
2: do. I have to try and encourage myself to do because I don't necessarily enjoy it either, I especially can't yoga. I see you doing yoga, I did Brandon, a power You don't look I
1: did, like you don't like a footballer,
3: not <laughs> a yoga Yeah, but you joke But the footballers, footballers are all are doing standard. yoga, are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah footballers are now. Because <laughs> so it depends what your issue is, right? Like if yeah. you've got posture issues or whatever, 100%. you know, you need it. Wayne Rooney. Yeah, yes. he loves a bit of yoga. It, of turns out, okay.
2: And I did power yoga. And I actually was terrible in the class, but it's hard. It's tough.
3: It's a different challenge. But I enjoyed it. Set.
2: I love a challenge and even it's yoga, I love a challenge.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it's all on there. It's twenty five quid a month and you've had amazing feedback. Mm-hmm. How many users have you got? Uh,
2: so our highest, we had over 6,000, which was amazing. Wow. And I knew there would be a drop off because everyone's going back to their normal life. And the main goal for us was just to maintain as many as possible. So we've got over like 4,000 now, which is still good. So it's still doing really well. Yeah, awesome. Um, we've seen a drop here and there. So now we need to adapt as any business, you have to adapt. How can we change things? How can we keep those people engaged? Yeah. So we're just, yeah, it's, it's stressful when it's your in business and you see that, that number drop. Yeah. But that was going to happen. I knew mm. that was going to happen so it's just about getting the team together brainstorming uh and keeping people engaged
1: and who is the team you say we yeah you... so i
2: have my management so insanity they've looked after me when i was a footballer and then they obviously when i became a talent um and then you've got rihanna who's a, who's a great trainer and she, she's a brain box as well she, she's built this great community i get it done um so we're, we always brainstorming which you have to do
3: and you've got nutritionists now on board Got as nutritionists well. as well which is really key yeah.
2: I couldn't do everything. I, I, at first I thought I could do everything, and uh, I say my brain was just frazzled. So you have to swallow your ego sometimes and just go, "You know, what? I need to bring other people on board who are going to do a better job."
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's swallowing your ego. It's smart. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's smart. It's, it's, it's working yeah. smart. You know, nutrition and fitness are obviously key to your life. Yes. Can you tell us a bit more about your own approach? What do you do personally on a daily basis? What do you eat on a daily yes. basis?
2: Well, I. People assume I'm the sort of guy that will measure their chicken and vegetables and macros. And I'm not that type of person. Um, For me, I eat what I want to eat. I enjoy eating really healthy, so that helps. I don't necessarily enjoy eating junk food, so that helps again. But well-balanced, high-protein, good-quality sources. So I go to the butchers, I go to the fishmongers. I make sure it's good quality. And yeah, just well-balanced.
3: What does a typical day of eating look like?
2: So in the morning... I'll have my 35 pounds <laughs> no, I changed it up to be fair uh, I do like eggs in the morning high protein good fats which is really important and obviously gets my spinach in there vegetables I'll have a green juice which I'm drinking right now which is really nice in between breakfast and lunch I'll have a protein shake for me I train a lot I'm a physical man I need around 100 to 150 grams of protein a day so you need to get that in uh, and you can't, you
1: can't get that in through food? You, think you, you can get that additional... through food,
2: but it's, it's, it's easier and actually sometimes less calories if you do it by a protein shake. Okay. So a protein shake booms between that. Again, I have fish, I have chicken, rice, vegetables. Again, nice and simple. Change up the different flavours in the evening. Bit of fish, rice, vegetables again. Simple, but I change up the seasoning. I change up the sauces. I change You cook up the yourself? Flavors. I cook myself. I love cooking. My okay. mum my made me cook since age of 12. I was one of four. Got to me, my mum's was like, I can't bother now. You go and do your thing. <laughs> and it was great, I loved it.
3: What does an indulgent meal look like?
2: I love Thai foods. Mm. I absolutely love Thai. But do you,
3: you
1: eat do you eat a pizza as well? Yeah, do you of course. eat nando's? An yeah, 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 do you eat uh,
3: my husband my husband and a friend of his sat
1: down to like some chicken nando's and Said they went, He says it's quite healthy this, it... isn't it? I was like, I
3: mean yeah. Nando's and can healthy. be healthy. Yeah, I mean. you can
2: There's, you can definitely go healthier. Uh, if I was going to have a pizza, I wouldn't go Domino's. I'll go to Santa Maria, for example.
3: Right. Is there
1: anything you won't eat? Because you're like, I mean, I just won't eat mayonnaise. I'm just like, yeah, the I... world does not need Taramis <laughs> Lata and mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, oh, disagree on Taramis. Really? I, I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not worth it. No, Are there no. anything that you're like, no. I mean, a deep fried Snickers is just a no. Well, no. I'm. I'm or no or do it, you anyway. throw the rulebook out the window? No, I'll, I'll, try, I'll
2: try. Anything in front of me, I'll try. If I don't like it, I won't have it again. I'll try anything.
1: And like for men... For male clients, I mean, what percentage of your clients are men versus women?
2: Majority of them are female, okay. for sure. But I have trained many men. It's tougher because men—they think they know what they're doing. They mm. literally think they know what they're doing. And I've what heard...
1: men who are into fitness think they know men what they're fitness, doing. Men into
2: fitness, yeah. They, they don't like being trained by other people who feel like they know what they're doing. But I've trained some men and they've had some great, great results. And they've gone, "Do you know what? I should have done this earlier. I <laughs> know so, you should have."
1: <laughs> but... And what what would you say to men? I mean, my husband, for example, hasn't got a great idea about nutrition and mm. and like. He's, you know, he's healthy. He's he's quite slim, but he's definitely a bit more, a bit, yeah. bit more uh, <laughs> toned. Yeah. Keep telling him how yeah. to in the kitchen. But like, what uh, is there like general advice you would give to men about eating healthier, having a more balanced diet, increasing protein? Just because I I think you have to start on quite a basic level with men that aren't really yeah. so
3: into. Yeah. What do you wish that they knew?
2: I just think it's just so simple. You sit them, sit them down and just discuss a bit of nutrition. So you avoid six pints on a weekend. Just have three. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Just slow it down a little do you, bit. Do you drink alcohol? I do drink alcohol, but I've got mates. I can sit next to my mates having 10 pints of Guinness. i love two. Do
3: you but, think booze is the biggest booze thing Booze is the men? biggest one for yeah. men. Of
2: course it is. They're stressed at work. That in the weekend, it comes mm. to they even want to relax. Around watching football stuff, beer is a way to switch off. Women like to, I guess, meditate, <laughs> you know, do yoga and stuff. For men, it is having a beer. Mm. Um, not all men, but... Obviously, I'm just saying what I see with my friends and stuff.
0: Um- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
2: Uh, but it's coming back to basics. Slow down, reduce your portion sizes. Men feel like they can eat what they want. And there has to be a large plate because I'm a geezer. I'm big. I can eat what I want. No, slow down, reduce your calorie intake. Increase that protein intake. Take your supplements. Invest in your health. Invest in good supplements. Get your vitamin D in. Get your Omega 3 in. Get your multi tablets in. Stay hydrated.
1: All men, those supplements? I
2: think supplements help, especially... Even if you eat eating a really healthy diet, which I do, I still feel like supplements can make sure you have everything. Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of a lot of people just stick to the like broccoli and chicken and rice, for example. Especially in Britain, we're not very
3: creative.
2: <laughs> so there's so many different macro micronutrients that we're missing out on. So definitely a good supplement.
3: What brand do you recommend? For supplements? So I
2: use Well Nutrition at the minute, mm. which is oh, really yeah, good. yeah, I love yeah. them. Yeah, just and strength train
3: above everything else.
2: Yeah, strength Train. 100%. Still get your cardio and going for your runs, do your high-intensity training, do a big boxing here and there. But if you can strength train five days a week, you'll see massive improvements.
1: But the diet's got to change diet, with it, right? Diet is
2: massive, yeah. 100%. 80% of it is your diet, for sure training is the easy part
1: and where do you stand on fasting skipping meals not eating you know not eating breakfast Uh, it works
2: it works for some people it doesn't work for everyone i don't think it's the magic i think at the end of the day if you want to lose weight calorie deficit is the most important it's just reducing your calorie intake increasing the amount of calories you burn but for intermittent fasting it has some benefits and it has benefits some people it doesn't work for others so you have to find what works for you
1: and what about sort of dairy and carbohydrates. I mean, I think you know, if we're if we're sort of trying to be quite simple about this, and we're yeah. saying you know, strength train five days a week, take your supplements, cut down on booze. Yeah. What? what where Move do you stand more. on dairy? Where do you stand on carbohydrates? I, I mean, think
2: I think everything well balanced. Yeah.
1: I knew you were going to say that. sugar.
2: Sugar, of course, reduce. Like, look, if you reduce your sugar intake, you're going to reduce the calories, mm. right? If you reduce the amount of carbohydrates you have, you're going to reduce your calories. If you're going to reduce the amount of you have you're going to reduce mm. your calories you're going to see an improvement if you strength train more if you're more active if you get those 10,000 steps in a day you're going to be mm. you're going to see you're going to see results not only in your physical appearance in your in your mental health in your energy levels small habits so it's literally small changes mm. it's just sitting down figuring out what do I do what do I need to change seeking that investment getting that investment seeking help from a professional they'll help you no problems
1: and what's your own training regime
2: so i do my live workouts i do my pre-recorded workouts and I walk my dog nearly two hours every day. So um, Jesus, what have you got? Yeah, wh- <laughs> he's he's so I rescued him from Saint Lucia. He's a he's a oh. street dog. Oh, yeah. So he's naturally just a very fit dog. Yeah. If I give him a 30 minute walk, walk he's just looking at me like, you yeah, yeah, laugh. <laughs> what was that? So I love my walks anyway. It's where I listen to my podcasts, It's where I do my phone calls. I'm quite active doing emails and stuff. So What podcast do you listen to? Uh, I'll be listening to. I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> apart from apart ours, from yours. obviously. Yeah. So I listen, I listen to Joe Rogan, especially with the world being a bit crazy at I the minute. Mean, it's good to get different perspectives um what else do I like listen to loads of nutrition ones loads of fitness ones can be a bit boring sometimes I like to come sometimes switch off mm. but I do my own homework because I want to bring out my own podcast so I'm right. constantly like constantly like the Steo, do you know Steve is it yeah Steve? Stephen Bartlett Stephen yeah. Bartlett I like listen to his as well um so yeah, there's like there's loads of podcasts okay. I like to listen so
1: to. dog walking two hours a day and you're doing your workouts for your lives yeah do you do you feel like because it's your job it's a bit of a grind sometimes to to work out how do you keep the motivation. Yeah. I mean you gotta do it, 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 haven't you? You gotta do it. Get it it done.
2: You gotta do it. Get it done. And like I said, you always you've got to practice what you preach, right? Yeah. And I always say this, I have to be in good shape. I love being in good shape. Mm. I prioritise being in good shape and good health. Um, but I always say this, like, you wouldn't see a dentist with yellow teeth, right? So mm. it's, it's my job to stay in shape. But luckily for me, I do love it. I still play football on the weekends with my mates and my friends. That's I guess that's my hobby. allows me to switch off, but it actually makes me more exhausted.
1: And can we just talk about the correlation to being in good shape and your mental health? Because mm-hmm. I believe they're pretty intrinsically yeah, intrinsically linked. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that everyone needs to be a size no, tiny, not. but I'm just saying I do really believe that your self esteem is better. 100% confidence and, is better. And that massively impacts your happiness. Mm-hmm. 100%. Can, you, can you talk to us about that? Because I think I, I remember talking to a guy the other day about um, SL Man. And there was another guy, I was at dinner, and there was another guy saying, God, I love SL Man. It's also, I always wear yeah. everything there. And this other guy was like, Oh, what's that? And I was like, It's the male version of Sheer Luxe. And he was like, oh, no, that's not for me. I'm not really into clothes. And I kind of thought, I was like, I think you're missing something. And yeah. I was like, I think you're in your prime. You're in your 40s. I was like, you've got your whole life ahead of you. You know, you've got a good job, great wife, mm-hmm. kids. You know, life's good. I was, like, And I remember thinking, how naive that he put so little importance onto how he looked. And yeah. it just, and if I was honest, he probably... Could, have done with could shed a few <laughs> yeah. pounds and, and could wear some better clothes. Mm, and and I think that would do him the world of good. Yeah. But
2: I guess, it's a tough one because if a man was to do that, he'll get, his mates will take the mickey out of him, for example. Mm. Do you think? Yeah, that, that happens. But I think, for me, you take priority in yourself and then they will start copying you. So that's mm. what you need to think. Yeah, though.
1: that'd be right. They're just jealous. Yeah, it's I a mean... bit of jealousy.
2: I don't know what it is, but... Um, 100% look, look, take care of yourself, look after yourself. When you drop like, at least two pounds, it's such a difference. Mm. Like you see that weight come off your face, you see yourself in photographs. You're like, wow, I'm looking, I'm looking all right. Yeah. And it does, like you said, build your self esteem. Wearing clothes that you wanted to wear, they feel good on you. Mm. You can go into the Reese, for example, or go into Hugo Boss, and you go, Do you know what? I'm going to look good tonight. Yeah. Rather than going, oh, I'm not in the great shape. I'll just go to Marks and Spencer's. Mm. <laughs> so there's these little things. Nothing wrong going to Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> no, we love a bit of Marks. Yeah, and I love Spencers. a bit of Marks. I've got loads of clothes for Marks and Spencer's. But what I'm trying to say you is, you look after egg. yourself, you build your confidence. Mm. And from that, you see your productivity at work, your, your your career improves everything improves your relationships mm. with your friends your family your partner improves your sexual life improves everything yeah, yeah.
1: all of those things i mean i could not agree more i yeah. said i do not think that there is enough importance placed on that you've talked about clothes there can we can we move on to style yeah. and talk about style i mean what's your style tell well, us what are you wearing I'm very, today i'm very <laughs> relaxed today
2: uh, i'm in fitness clothes all the time obviously what time is it now so it's about two o'clock so just keep it simple i don't really i'm not someone that wears logos i go to i go to nice places to buy my clothes but i'm not really into my logos where do you shop uh, i shop at like i mentioned boss uh reese um zara uh where else do i shop a few little boutique shops like smaller ones but i avoid the big gucci's I avoid the big Louis Vuittons. not really my style no
3: where do you like for sportswear uh,
2: so a uh, great Under is great i think Lululemon's great. Uh, I was once with Validas are Great, of course. Yeah, it's good quality. Yeah.
3: Best trainers.
2: Best trainers.
1: For working out. For
2: working out. So for running. Yeah, this is where a lot of people get wrong. Don't train with running trainers on.
1: Okay. Yeah, don't So do it. what is it? My husband's like, I need new running trainers I'm like, Do you
3: more? Oh, no, yeah. very different apparently. Really? Mm. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So tell us, tell us what what is the well, difference?
3: Well running
2: trainers are designed for running, right? To protect mm. your joints, to give you that bounce, to give you that comfortability. But what and you
3: can't lift weights wearing the same well, trainers? Well they're, they're they're particularly light, aren't they? Running trainers, yeah, versus you need like, something weightier to like
2: ground you. Yeah, you can, but when you come to that strength training, you need flat you need a flat sole. So obviously it basically targets better muscle groups. If you if you because 'cause you've got that big Back of your trainer's big foam. That's to protect your joints when mm. you're running. When you're doing deadlifts, you're doing squats. That's it's not helpful. So a lot of my clients who don't, haven't invested in trainer, I get actually tell them to take their running trainers off. So they mm. do the deadlifts, their squats in bare feet, which is actually more beneficial than having running trainers on. So it's really important. If is it
1: deadlifts, squats, bare feet?
2: It's better to do it in your bare feet than having, let's say, ultra boosts on, for sure. You, know, you, more, you get more depth into the exercise which benefits the areas you want actually want to improve yeah,
1: that yeah, can sort of see yeah to you can feel it you can
2: strain your lower back yeah so it's really important I say this to my clients all the time
1: are there particularly good running shoes that you recommend
2: yeah for me I've always well look uh, it's, it's a tough one because I guess I wear under armor but like you got the Asics you've got the Ultra Boost they're, they're all great trainers so what I always say is invest so don't it sounds bad, but if you're going to go to sports where so are can spend £30 on a pair of trainers, you're likely to get injuries. You're likely to get shin splints. You're likely to get sore joints. Invest, spend 140 quid on a pair of trainers. I know it's expensive, but it'll be more expensive going to the chiropractor or to yeah. physio. Mm. So invest, um and they'll last you a lot longer than a, a cheaper pair of trainers.
1: How many times a week should a guy run?
2: Not just a guy, anyone. I think you should always work on improving your, your fitness levels. You can, I would say... You can definitely run five kilometers every day. No problem. But
3: do you have to? You like, if you don't, don't like... But isn't, like, is running so beneficial that everybody should be doing it? or No, if you no. It you there's just different
2: methods of training which is beneficial for everyone. No. If you want to improve strength, I think weight training is great. If you want to bru- imp- lose weight or to improve your cardiovascular health is running there's swimming there's cycling there's even to hour walks like i do there's mm. hiking there's so many ways not, Running's not the main thing to do but i guess it's easier for people to slip a pair of trainers on go for a half an hour run they've got good sweat on they feel relieved they, their mental health is in a better place mm. they've burnt 500 calories they see their obviously their weight drop it's easy to do and it doesn't cost anything right
1: mm. but to change your body it's change your diet and strength, yeah, right? Yeah, of course.
2: I think, yeah, if you really want to see good results, I think a good mixture of strength training, cardio, good nutrition, and cutting out the rubbish in your life.
1: And, and cardio to strength, what is your ratio?
2: Depends on the individual and their body type, for example. But I would say, if you're going to train five times a week, focus on three strength sessions and two cardio. Because in those strength sessions, you're still burning calories. You're still your heart rate is still going to be increased. Mm. So
3: can we go back to product? What gadgets? fitness gadgets do what you have gadgets? do you swear by are there any
2: well i've got one on right now it's my smartwatch. yeah so this is the apple watch this allows me to track how many calories i'm burning
3: well, what have you done today
2: so <laughs> i've currently burned 770 calories so i've burnt 500 calories this morning from my high intensity workout within my subscribers yeah. which was intense I um, only gave myself, my dog a quick 20-minute walk, which he was not happy about. <laughs> uh, and I just was walking, being active. You, yeah. you get your steps up, you burn do you, do you
1: look at that every day? and Do you, do you yeah. respond to it? If it's down, do you actually then make I a I set change?
2: myself a goal of a thousand, burn 1,000 calories a day. So my body naturally burns 1,900 calories a day. That's mm. through doing nothing, through digestion, through breathing. And
1: what's the average person?
2: The average person... Well, it's tough when everyone's so individual. So I think the average person, I guess I'm averagely, my height is 5'11", average height is 5'8", for a man. So probably about 1,700 calories they would burn on average. It's a tough one to say because everyone's <laughs> so different. Yeah. Um, Bigger you are, the more weight you are, the more calories you're going to burn. Um, So yeah, around 1,900 calories, I burn doing absolutely nothing.
1: But you aim to then burn another 1,000 on top of that? Yes,
2: because I like to enjoy foods. <laughs> Yeah. So if I have 3,000 calories a day, high protein, I have good plates of food. I enjoy my foods. It's very sociable to enjoy foods. I can have a chocolate bar and not worry about it. I can do that. Mm-hmm. If I need to get ripped up Do or...
1: you? Do you just have a chocolate bar and not worry
2: yeah, about it? Yeah, I eat it? chocolate every single day.
1: Do you?
3: What
2: yeah. do you eat? I eat Galaxy. I mix up Galaxy.
3: Love Lin... Galaxy. It's yeah, not giving it enough uh, <laughs> time, no. is it?
2: No, exactly. Do
3: you take a day off? It's
2: tough. I struggle to sit down on the sofa and just watch TV. I really, really struggle. You
3: work I... out every day as well?
2: I don't want to say I work out every day. I'm active every single day. Okay constantly I struggle I'm not sure if it's just my mentality if I sit and watch TV all day I feel like the biggest loser in the mm. world so I really struggle
3: we won't ask you what your favourite series is then uh, we will we <laughs> will Formula One Drive to that's survive. good
2: that's good the Peaky Blinders are back on so that's mm. good ah. I'm enjoying that uh, what else did I just recently? Your is Love Blind. Have you seen that? I love, love is, oh, is oh, blind. Yeah. I
3: haven't watched it. Ooh.
2: That is mad. But <laughs> I've been watching that. People love. Well, that. my partner's been watching that. She's been making me watch that. I
3: watched <laughs> the first series. I mean, I was it was
1: totally <laughs> hooked. Yeah, you do.
2: You just want to watch it again. Watch I it mean, again. I mean,
1: they are married together. The first series. Yeah, I actually yeah, probably nice. them on Instagram for a while. I was did like, Did you? You need to stop this now. This yeah. is unhealthy.
2: But no, just I think that's just like even yesterday. It's my Sunday. It's my day off. Decided to do a two-hour walk to Birmingham to a nice market food market went to borough market looked around different part of london and uh, we got the train back in th- in that two hour walk i did what a thousand calories
1: yeah definitely easier to walk there than walk back yeah yeah,
2: yeah. so it's just being active it's just choosing because a lot of people go no, i'm gonna go to the pub drink beer all day it's just yeah. changing up your lifestyle and, and do
1: you try, do you tend to do it earlier in the day and just get it yeah, done f-
2: best thing to do is wake up get out of bed don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. Work out and it's going to wake you up and you're going to be so productive during the day. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. see a massive, diff- massive difference in your energy levels. People are going to fiber off you as well. Like, oh, he's definitely worked out today, is mm-hmm. not he? He's buzzing. <laughs> he's buzzing. Best thing to do.
1: Bradley, I've got PT at seven o'clock tonight. <laughs> I mean... Why are, is not,
2: a... why are you not doing it in
1: the morning? Yeah, that is the worst time. Because my son goes back to school on a Monday morning. <laughs> Out yeah, of London. Anyway, I won't bore you with it, <laughs> but I'm knocked into a seven o'clock Monday night. When workout. do you have dinner after? I mean, that is shit, isn't it? After. after. On that note, can we talk? I I struggle at the end of the yeah. day. I find when I wake up in the morning and I exercise first, I don't need to eat first. Like I just don't need yeah, it. Yeah, I don't eat before yeah, I work saying, out in the morning. But in the evening, I have to eat mm. something before I work out, otherwise I just yeah, I want to pass out. Of course. What advice do you have for people when it comes to eating before or after a workout?
2: Uh, Depending on what time of day. In the morning, I'm happy to do it... like fasted, get up, maybe have a, an espresso, bit of caffeine in your system to keep you going. If you're working out at the end of the day, get some glucose and you get some sugar level, get your sugar levels before, up before. Mm. Before with you, what? What would you just do? Just a think? banana, or maybe like you a can have
1: chocolate. A... I find chocolate and a banana.
2: Yeah, mm. <laughs> well, I would say a chocolate bar. We wouldn't have a Mars <laughs> bar. So a lot of clients used to do this when they obviously weren't educated with their nutrition. They were a bit worried that my sessions are quite hard. They will come they start drinking Lucasade before my sessions. And like, what are you doing? You're, you're, we're trying to lose weight
3: here. Yeah, where do you stand on caffeine as well? caffeine's all right but yeah. not too
2: much of it yeah. so uh, one coffee a day for me is perfect in mm. the morning have that coffee it's my time just to, after my workout just calm down from my workout bit of coffee and then i go again a lot of people rely on coffee for energy and it's not healthy you mm. crash you crash you crash and it can actually really affect your mental health as mm. well um so i would advise i always advise my clients to r- relax on the coffee for sure healthier drink beetroot juice is great mm-hmm. beetroot juice is really good oh. It's horrible. I know it's horrible. I couldn't Absolutely
1: pay rank. Yeah. I mean, it makes you want to retch. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like drinking soil.
2: I know, but it's actually really good for your energy levels and keeps you going. Okay.
1: Sorry. No. <laughs> in a salad, <laughs> I'm all over it. I mean, yeah. soup or a smoothie with a beetroot in
3: yeah. it. No. Yeah. Thanks. Can we talk about grooming? You, talk, you said yet. earlier that you had been for a haircut. We were only no, your for I a haircut? Was,
2: no, I was. You guys asked me to do this podcast today. We made
3: you cancel it, your, made your haircut. Me cancel. Got you So Wait. I get my haircut
2: every two weeks. I used to spend a fortune on my haircut. Mm. But my hair is fairly easy to
3: do, so... (laughs) The amount of men, I've heard that so many times. My husband spends a fortune. I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: Horrifying. Mm. It's just not needed. It's not really needed for us, Ben.
3: Don't get me wrong, I've had
2: some shocking haircuts. I've gone to a barber's before, I'm like, oh, do I have to go with him? Okay, I don't want to be rude. I sit down there, I'm like, what have I done? I've killed my hair for the next two weeks. So I've got my one guy that I use in Battersea, he's really good.
1: What's the salon?
2: It's just, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's just Battersea Barber. It's just <laughs> okay. fairly simple okay. to be right, honest. We need to know this stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's so simple, but I found a good one. He's good. Okay. okay. He's good.
1: And what is your, I mean, you're a modern, yeah. well-dressed man yes. in touch with his yes. looks.
2: Yeah, I, I groom. I uh, yeah. Myself.
1: What, what is your grooming process on a daily basis, on a weekly basis? Do you have a masking Monday? I mean, no, I you, you got, your other half is very in touch um, when it comes to yeah, so, fashion and beauty, I'm sure. So, yeah.
2: So I like to keep my beard at 0.5 every single day. So 0.5 on the shave. Okay, Let's right. always make sure it's 0.5. Um, so you use an electric electric yeah okay. I never go clean shaven I think why not I think uh, my generation never go clean yeah, shaven I think yeah. it's the older generation I always go clean I think okay, my right. generation always have a little bit of bit of, stubble bit of stubble mm. do you prefer little stubble
3: yeah yeah I, I just, stubble? I'm just racking I'm
1: trying to think I, if I know I anyone clean shaven I don't yeah. my husband you do you met him your husband is he clean shaven yeah,
2: yeah. I, I look terrible I look so young if I yeah same yeah my husband yeah um, so I haven't done it. I haven't done it for like. Eight I think years. the
3: pandemic changed it for people as well when they started growing facial hair mm. and okay, not bothering about really. it. Have you ever yeah. had a beard?
2: Never had a beard.
3: Have you ever gone longer than that?
2: Yeah, I have gone longer than that. I looked back at photos and thought, "Oh, that didn't look right." I thought it looked cool at the time, but it didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. stick to zero point five. You know, it suits you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hot shower. I um, have a good scrub. Um, do you have you, a cold shower? I do have a cold shower. Do you? After. So open up those pores, clean yeah. it. So I have loads of products in the cupboard. So I use Clinique for men. Good scrub. Not all the time. Don't want to scrub your face too much. It's like twice a week. I'll do that. Um, and then I'll have a good moisturiser. I've got naturally quite dry skin. I had eczema as a kid, so I'm always moisturised. Do you myself. moisturise
1: every morning? every morning Dude, the whole body yeah. that's, that's quite it's a routine I've yeah. got
2: quite natural and I recently went on holiday to Mauritius so I want to keep my tan
1: <laughs> keep, so to it, keep, keep it
2: locked your tan, in to keep your tan you have to stay hydrated yeah. and you have to moisturize do you fake tan? no never fake tan never my sister no. gave me spray tan once and my beard went orange yeah it's not great for facial hair I'm not doing and I stung I hate the smell of it yeah it's not great no, I like um, <laughs> but
1: yeah, okay well. so moisturize every day yeah. and and then is that it?
2: Moisturize every day, yeah, keep yeah. And keep that's it. Simple, it. Nothing yeah.
1: else. Nothing else. You don't do a mask. I you don't, don't do use a...
2: any makeup, I don't do any masking. Um but I think for, for my skin to look good, I think the most important thing is what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated and obviously eat good food. Yeah.
3: Makes okay. sense.
1: <laughs> Can we talk about some key moments in your life that you think yeah. might have made you the person that you are today? And maybe they maybe they spring to mind. If they don't, then maybe they're not there. And, yeah. uh, but You know, are there, do you look back and think that, you know, you went through that adversity or that challenge at school or whatever, that that's made you especially resilient to the world that we're in now? Yeah,
2: I think we mentioned it before, when I was in a class, I did my personal training qualification, when I hit rock bottom, um, my dream of becoming a professional football didn't happen and I had to quickly adapt and believe in myself that I could do something completely different and, and obviously achieve my goals. That was tough. Obviously, lockdown period. adapting again. Mm. I It's all about adapting, isn't it? Life hits you with all sorts of challenges. That was tough. But for me, I think becoming the GQ personal trainer was really good for me. That was great. That was a great milestone for me. Built credibility, which was Mm. really important. Because you're not just when you grow a following it's also imp- important to build your credibility there's so many people out there with loads of following mm. but no credibility yeah i
3: it's, think respect from the industry yeah, as well yeah, of it means it's a lot to be doesn't it and yeah. it's really nice that you named a positive thing like when the way you you asked the question i didn't in my head that was automatically a question about what have you gone through and what have you faced yeah. and that says a lot about you that you thought of something yeah, nice. Yeah, well, you that have, have to be. Yeah, to yeah, shape to be you. Yeah. yeah,
2: you have to be. And something that I need—I've learned—and recently is like you have to applaud yourself when you've done an achievement. Yeah. For me, I've like, for example, when I got became the front cover of Men's Health. When I set myself, as when I became a personal trainer, I said, look, I'm not going to win the Champions League or the FA Cup, what I wanted to do as a kid, but I'm going to become the front cover men's health. Yeah. That's the equivalent of winning the Champions League in my industry now. I did that, and at the time, I was like, what's next? I wish I'd really applauded myself mm. and just rested and said, you know what? I've just smashed this, I've achieved this. So I'm learning that now, uh, not to be so hard on myself because yeah. life goes so short. Celebrate the wins. Celebrate the wins. Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe
3: in um, setting targets like... I- I was gonna use the word manifesting.
2: I manifest. Yeah. I'm reading a book on manifest right now. Okay, wow.
3: So you really, really so you, you buy into it?
2: Yeah, massively buy into yeah. it. It's something. Can I'm re- you give
1: us a scenario when you've manifested and what that was? Well, yeah, oh, visual,
2: visualising myself on men's <laughs> health, or um, for example, when I go to my client's house, and they've got incredible mansions. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be one of this could be mine one day. And and I'm working towards that. For example, I when I'm reading Manifest, I'm like, I don't really need to read this book because I'm actually kind of doing it. You I've do done it all anyway. my life. Yeah. Uh, and I, I guess that's a, a skill that I've managed to have. I'm lucky to have.
1: What's been the bravest thing you've done?
2: Bravest thing I've done is investing over hundreds of thousands of pounds into my app, I guess, on my own money. Mm.
1: And and have you seen that? Is that?
2: Yeah, we saw that back in the first trend? two months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so Brilliant. it was it was... It was tough on the old bank account <laughs> yeah. but I again I trusted myself
1: so that I, I to say that spontaneous sounds like you didn't calculate the risk but you know
3: it's not reckless
1: yeah, yeah. it's not reckless yeah. it was calculated decision mm-hmm. and you backed yourself and you Course. believed in yourself yeah well are, are you a spontaneous person what's yeah. the most spontaneous thing you've ever done
2: what's the most spontaneous thing I've ever done when it comes to business or just anything anything uh to be fair I, I i'm the sort of person i would fly to bali in two days and just, yeah easy yeah well i'm lucky to do it because my lifestyle i kind of work for myself i mm. get to do what i want at the minute i have to really concentrate on building obviously get it done but in the past i've just flown anywhere i wanted to go and just enjoy it so i'm quite spontaneous i'm a, quite spontaneous in my relationships as well
1: and have you had many long-term relationships
2: yeah i haven't <laughs> i haven't gone over three years which was i'm not sure why but <laughs> maybe i'm 20 i'm still young
3: yeah how long have you been with your girlfriend
2: uh, so me, and my partner, right now we've been dating for five years. Um, and it's going oh, really. So you have gone
3: past three. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Five months. Five months. Five years. Not the same. I, I'm manifesting. I'm saying five okay, years. Okay. I'm thinking. Whoa! Five well, minutes. you're in there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's going well. But it's yeah. cool. It's, it's 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 fun.
1: Who really inspires you? Like whether it's your industry or just people in the public eye are there people that you look up to and you're like that's success i want or they've really motivated me to do why
2: yeah i think you got a guest coming on after me hmm. uh, david Gandhi. and for me it's about keeping your credibility and staying high end mm. high brand i think i've always that's be, always i've always had that i said what will david Gandhi do and i and that's what he's done mm. i've had big deals thrown at me from brands i wouldn't associate myself with mm. but would have be nice in my bank account I've always said no
3: I listened to a podcast with him the other day Stephen Bartlett's. Yeah. and he said the minute he decided he wanted to be high end and work at yeah. the highest end they overnight they said no more no more catalogues no more high street partnerships that's it and they rejected and rejected and yeah. rejected until they got only the high, highest yeah. end brands
2: and it can be really tough that because you lying on a
3: boat in the sea. Well there you go. Exactly. <laughs> it works for him, manifesting. And, and it yeah, it's really
2: tough. Like when my managers throw really good deals at me, mm. it's really tough to say no because wow, that could be really nice about bank account. That's gonna mm-hmm. help me buy my next property. But you have to believe in the long process mm-hmm. and that's I've always done that.
1: Yeah. Are there bits of business advice, pieces of advice people have given you along the way that have stuck with you?
2: Yeah you can't do everything by yourself have a good team around you people who like who have expertise in different different fields and can give you really good advice so again like swallow your pride and be smart uh, and take advice of other people for sure
1: and are there life rules that you live by
2: yeah be optimistic always yeah don't doubt yourself ever because there will be times you fail but those failures are the biggest lessons which you can turn into big 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 success stories
3: what does success look like to you? Uh, you
2: wants so, that mansion. Yeah, it's all—it's not all materialistic. Mm. Um, maybe when I was younger, it was more materialistic. But as I've grown up, it's just about being extremely happy every single day, um, supporting my family and my friends if they need me to. And yeah, okay, why not have that big mansion as well? <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you had to give it all up now, and the yeah. world of fitness was no longer an option to you, what
2: would yeah. you do? Oh, what would I do? I think I'd have my own... Uh, Dog walking business. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I, think, I think it sticks to the fitness. Yeah. Um,
3: finally, last question. Yeah. What's left on the to-do list?
2: I am going to build my own gym, I think. And it's going to be... Uh, a
1: destination gym.
2: Destination gym and open up in different locations in the world. Manchester, chain of gyms. Yeah, chain, sorry, my own chain of gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dubai, maybe. Uh, Manchester, why not go to America? That's, that's always been a goal of mine. And um, we're starting London.
1: Great. We'll, we'll see you there. Yeah, we'll see you there. We'll come <laughs> and check it up. out. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Great to talk to thank, you. Thank Great you. to meet. Thank you. And, um, thank I've to get that me. app in my life. Mm. Yes,
2: get it done. <laughs>
1: That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends to listen to, and we will be back soon. Thanks very much. Bye bye. Hold up. What was that?